I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In 2017, the world endured one of the greatest injustices of all time when filming of the third installment of the Sex and the City movies was abruptly and inexplicably shut down. Months later, here we sit reeling from a lack of closure and struggling with questions that we'll never be able to answer. Living in a world where we're so callously robbed of the final chapter we all deserved is something I simply cannot stand for. Therefore, I, Lara Marie Shanehalls, am taking matters into my own hands, and I'm saving Sex in the City 3. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Saving Sex in the City 3, the podcast with one goal, really, and that is to reboot the Sex in the City 3 movie that was ripped from our clutches and just hope that we can get any idea really off the ground. Um, I'm joined week to week for those of you who are new to the pod. I am joined week to week by a brand new guest who pitches me a Sex in the City storyline or character storylines for each of our girls, and then we kind of build the plot from there. And this week, I am so excited to have a very special guest all the way from the UK. It's Jody Harsh. Hi. Oh my God. Hi. So good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this is really exciting for me too, because... I was thrilled, like a true chill ran through my body when I saw that you had like said publicly that you were such a fan of the podcast oh. and then you had asked me to be on it. And these things, th- this is a dream situation for just especially like a independent podcast producer oh. because it really takes away all the work that I have to do oh, when yeah. the guests just come to me. <laughs> I'm a huge Sex and the City fan, but also I'm now a huge fan of this podcast and it's... Comp- I'm not just saying this, it's genuinely got me through this summer and this like awful 2020 that we're having. I became completely obsessed with your podcast. It is so good, so funny. And when I finished all the episodes, I was like, I I really want to come on. (laughs) Yeah, it was was only right. It was the next logical step. I'm so glad. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I think so too. It's It's my special baby of a podcast. Like it definitely comes out sporadically but it truly is just a labor of love and my love story my love letter our love letter to sex in the city one of the best shows ever created the the best show ever created and one of the most insane batshit movies i've ever seen oh you wait for sex in the city (laughs) sex in the city three my movie is quite literally batshit (laughs) i love it so have you been 
playing like Sex and the City DJ at all during these troubled times, like throwing on some apps and like just doing like a smattering of different ones? Or have I have dipped into a few episodes. When I was on vacation a few weeks ago, I watched um, both movies back to back. Okay. They are bizarre, aren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and brilliant. It- the second one is like uncanny valley like it's like it's not right you know what i mean it's all the people that you recognize and like things that should feel great but it feels really bad something feels slightly off key all the way throughout i can't even put my finger on it but the movie should maybe not have been made and it's problematic it's it's horrifically problematic it feels like they like fed all the previous sex in the city scripts into a computer and then had ai generate a, a movie script it's not a movie it's an algorithm mm-hmm. yeah but thank god for that because without sex in the city 2 we would not be trying to save sex in the city 3 on this podcast. <laughs> my movie is probably equally as problematic I love that. It's only right. But I've been revisiting some episodes like in times of deep emotional distress. Like it is the only thing that soothes me is like throwing on some SATC apps. And I recently watched um, there was it's one episode where like Samantha and Richard are really taking their relationship to the next level. And she comes to visit him in his office. Oh, she can't they have admit sex to the, the girls. Office. Yeah, she blows him in the office, like, yes. and in front of the entire rest of the office. And yeah. I was like, wow, like Samantha would, I think, maybe be the most canceled of any one of the women. She'd be, if, like, she'd be arrested. Probably. Yeah, it'd be me too arrested. Remember, she committed like basically a hate crime yeah. against trans women. <laughs> she, she, did, she did. She did. The language that's used in some of the some of the episodes is like wow. Some of the episodes have really aged badly, to say the mm-hmm. least. It just it's like of another era, and I'm just yeah. like wow. The things that we could get away with in the '90s, like back yeah. when you had the freedom to just like blow your boyfriend in front of his whole yeah. office, or like, just, God, just or just be racist. <laughs> it's yeah. like what? Yeah, but you know, here we are. That's Sex and City Three, and nothing's yeah. changed. <laughs> Not much is gonna change. And with that, I will pass the buck to you, and I would love to hear. Um, it's however you really want to do it. Like you can tell me the storylines and we can go back to the beginning, like whatever you see fit. Okay. So I have some notes on the girls um, and some quite important cameos that I want to bring in some, some previous characters that I want to resurrect. Okay, great. And I have a few essential moments I want to include and that's Mm -hmm. about it. So I guess we'll sort of piece it together from there. Um, Great. First of all, I want to suggest that we set the movie in contemporary times. It's, it's summer 2020. It's absolutely it, it's okay. now the, the world's fucked. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the movie takes place in Manhattan, but I do want to open somewhere um, quite exotic. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. I think it's a nice kind of curveball to open. Not in New York. We've, we've seen New York. Yeah. You know, I want to open somewhere. Else. I'm glad that you're saying that because I was thinking today as I was like preparing for this pod and I was like, I wonder how we will open because I feel like every episode is like the classic, like I always default to like the Sex and the City song and then like a yeah. sweeping view of New York. So We're I'm on the really sidewalk. We've We're got on Carrie. The same page yeah, about, totally. Yeah. So we'll get that. 
I've got some notes on the characters. So Carrie, um, she's still with Big. They've been married for 12 years. Um, okay. Big is super old and boring. Uh, never goes out. He's retired. He just wants to play golf. Um, Carrie gets cancelled in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was okay. thinking maybe maybe like an old column could resurface or some problematic thing from her her past can kind of crop back up. Or maybe there's yeah. a, maybe there's a, a picture that resurfaces that's just wrong. Like, does she go as does she go to a Halloween party in the nineties dressed as Diana Ross? I thought, you know, is there some yeah. weird thing that's? I think she could do a lot of different things. Like, I definitely see her. It's probably like a variety. Like, I see a picture resurfacing where she's like wearing an afro in a Halloween costume. Yes. Yeah. I see, like, even to take it back to like the Samantha moment, like that column where she talks about Samantha's battle with the trans women, like that whole street battle and Carrie yeah. being like, the best thing to do is like invite them, like the whole way that it's oh. approached is like yeah. problematic. And Carrie really has to take the fall for it because she's the one that like wrote about it. Totally. Um, and she she doesn't learn. She's still, you know, she's still not backing up her computer. She's still like losing phones. Um, but she's also learned that it's not okay to cheat on her husband. Because mm-hmm. she kissed Aiden, didn't she, in the last movie? Yeah, she did in Morocco, in, or not in Morocco, in, in Abu, Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. Yeah, and in yeah. this movie, she does cheat on him fully with wow. with Petrovsky. Okay, I love it. Right, so we're going there. Yeah. Um, I feel like Charlotte's, like, curating Petrovsky at the Whitney or something. Like, he's mm-hmm. doing some show that's about, like, social distancing or something. And, and Carrie, Carrie sleeps with Petrovsky after all these years. What is it, like, 20 years later or something? She's fucks Petrovsky. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Carrie. Um, mm-hmm. so Charlotte, she works in the arts. Um, she's curating Petrovsky's retrospective or whatever. Um, she's a pretty established curator. Um, but she has some quite questionable values that have grown. I almost feel like she's pro-life. She's, she's, you, you kind of think she may be voting for Trump. It's never established, mm-hmm. but certain things happen that suggest she's on the extreme right. Um, um, Lily, her daughter, has a huge role in the film. She's now a supermodel. Oh, she's, yes. Yeah, Lily's... Okay, perfect. She's being mentored by Bella. Um, mm-hmm. What's their surname? Gold, Golden Black. Hadid. Oh, no, Golden Black, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lily. Golden so Black York, I think. That's yeah. it. So she's Lily G. That's, that's... Mm-hmm. She's Lily G, the supermodel. She's, Lily G. Yeah. Ugh, she's, she's everywhere. Everywhere. She's opening every digital show in New York Fashion Week. She's she's the face. She's in the Bulgari campaign. Um, like Carrie's obsessed, like always like trying to take selfies with her for her Insta, and you know, Lily's like, oh, whatever, okay. Um Okay, Samantha. First of all, I want to be totally realistic. I don't think Kim Cattrall is in this movie. I mean, that's just not we've we've had to yeah. re- we've had to recast her. Who is recast as Samantha in your mind? Okay, in my mind, Laverne Cox. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she, a black trans actress. Brit, she's she's I love an awesome actress. Mixing it up with no with no explanation. We never <laughs> like we never even address like oh Samantha's different. It just is no, still Samantha. It's Samantha. Yeah. It's never acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, four white women in New York being best friends. I mean, no. Nah. What is this? 1998? Yeah, not in 2020. Not, Absolutely. No. I, and I want this movie to be diverse and be representative of the real world. So. Yeah. Um, Samantha is patient zero in New York. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's real 2020 vibes in this movie. Is she a it, super spreader? She, she, absolutely. absolutely <laughs> she is, but I feel like she's not as sexual as she used to be. I feel like Samantha is in, um, is SLA, SLA, Sex and Love Anonymous. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's, okay. she's dealing with her sexual, um, the ghosts of her sexual past. I love that. So she's really like, and maybe she is doing lots of business with like, I think with, because she was representing Smith Jared, obviously, for a while. Yeah. And so she got her, like, she got into Hollywood kind of mm. stuff. But I think with the film industry really, like, aligning with China, maybe Samantha was managing the careers of, like, well, various Chinese movie well, stars and stuff. this fits okay. so perfectly with my... Uh, this is incredible. Yes. Because we open <laughs> we open in Wuhan. So we'll get that. Amazing. <laughs> um <laughs> Miranda, um, top human rights lawyer. She's the Miranda we love, you know. Um, um, Brady, um, is questioning their gender. I feel like we need to, we need to have that conversation. Um, so at some point we get the sort of the gender pronoun dynamic chat. Um, you know, and I guess like Charlotte doesn't get it. Charlotte's like, what do you mean? They, you know, what do you mean he doesn't know what she, you know, also we get some yeah, weird. She's like, she's like, Brady's such a cute boy though. Like he should just stay a boy. Don't uh, you think? Like he's uh, cuter as that. Like he's hundred. not going to look as cute as a girl. Totally. And it's just like Charlotte doesn't really understand. Charlotte's she, all aesthetic. Yeah. All aesthetic. She just doesn't get it. And Miranda's like, can you not? gender my my child they want to be who mm-hmm. they want to be and yeah she, charlotte just does not she can't get her head around that okay yeah um, returning um features stanford and anthony have to come in they have to be quite um they have to be all the way through the film i think i want i want mm-hmm. big big roles um they have a baby now um okay. i feel a like a new fresh baby or like a they had a baby a few years ago it's um, like a toddler now the baby's one. I'm okay. going to say, I'm going to say it. one. It's, it's, it's relatively new. Um, they still have this open relationship. And I did, I had this idea about, this might be complicating the plot a bit too much, but I kind of wanted Anthony. It is Anthony, isn't it? Anthony or Anthony? Anthony. Yeah. I kind of wanted him to get murdered at some point in a sort of don't fuck with cats scenario. Definitely. I okay. think their open relationship could lead to him messaging. Maybe he has a thing for like young twinks. And yes. so he finds himself entangled with a Luca Magnata type. hundred percent. And yes. he is brutally murdered. And it's a shocking twist. Like it's a shocking twist. And it's, tra- it's tragic because of, because they mm-hmm. have a baby. It's tragic. Um, yeah. Okay. This is what I'm most excited about. <laughs> I have a huge role here for Magda. Great. And Who, also, you know that that actress is dead, right? We'll recast so she her. also will have to be recast, or yeah. it's a hologram. Also, <laughs> we could also devote some of the budget to just doing a full Magda hologram. I think most the of fans. the budget goes to that. Yeah. The majority mm-hmm. of okay, the budget great. goes to Magda. Um, she's self-isolating. She's, um, she's furloughed. 
Still with Miranda, but on furlough. Um, she's the okay. Magda is the Magda is I the. Love that, I love that Miranda kicks Magda out of her house because I'm pretty sure she's like a live-in housekeeper slash nanny, is. and she's like, "No, you need to actually go isolate yes. like away from our family." And totally. But Magda's fine because she's the oldest but highest rated person on OnlyFans. Oh, okay. So she finds like a whole career pivot. She's, she's cult. She's nurtured like a very generous and large OnlyFans audience, like ever since OnlyFans launched. Completely. She's almost. Okay. Did you ever come across the Cop Destroyers? Those those two. No, female. I haven't. I'll, I'll send you a link. Tell you're, me more. You're, you're yeah, like, okay, you know, these great. these two porn stars, <laughs> these two women who became viral sensations by just being completely outrageous on OnlyFans. Um. So. I feel like the gays love Magda. Mm-hmm. You know, she's 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 gone beyond viral. Like, at Magda on Instagram has 2.3 million followers. Okay, I love it. Compared like, to... All this happened during quarantine. Like, I, as soon as yeah. she got rolled, she, she had to up. make it work. She okay, blew great. up right in February 2020. <laughs> she, Magda joined OnlyFans in February 2020. She's got, yeah, 2.3 million followers compared to Carrie's, like, 14K. And I think like Magda is probably like a hundred years old at this point. Like around a hundred, so yeah. She also can make she made headlines the oldest person <laughs> to be on OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, that's kind of how things like kicked off a little 100%. bit. hundred percent. She's yeah, she's she's a sex worker. Mm-hmm. She's a sharp as attack. Yeah. Sharp as attack. Sharp as attack. <laughs> but like, the gays love her. I mean, she's blown. Everyone talks about Magda. She's a water cooler. I, I feel like she's like a guest judge on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, everyone totally. loves Magda. Yeah. Are you following Magda? People say to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Duh. Like, what would Magda do? Is like a, mm-hmm. is like a fan account. And like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, so, the thing, I've been thinking about the things that I want from this movie. I want there to be a huge protest for climate change. Okay, great. Um, I want someone's nudes to be leaked. I don't know who. Um, mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, Carrie Bradshaw dies. This is the final. Okay, wow. This is the end of Sex and City. Yeah, this is the end wow. of the franchise. Yeah. The final chapter. The final yeah. chapter, and it's and it's it's awful. But at the same time, is it awful? It's a fitting ending. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Carrie okay. Bradshaw. You know, she's, she's, she has to go. She has to pave the way for a new, (laughs) a new sex writer to really come in and like take over, pick up where she left off. Yeah, totally. So they're the things that I need to happen in in the movie. And that's quite a lot. I love that. Feels really doable. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a positive (laughs) attitude about all of this and I'm, we're going to make it happen. Okay. Okay. So we open sweeping shots of an unfamiliar city. (laughs) It's, it's not New York. You're like, wait, is that the Empire Step? No, it's not. Is that a, a New York sidewalk? No, it's not. There's some fields. I've never been to Wuhan. We, maybe we open. In the Wuhan meat market. Yes, the, the wet market. Meat yes. Market, the wet market. And you think 
you think like the sky's like it's like blue clouds and like it's so beautiful and the music is like really glam and then it gets like pans down and instead of the hustle and bustle of new york city it's yes. just a wet mark the wet market of Wuhan. yeah there was there are like snakes being cut in half for like meat snakes being cut in half it's a real like it's, it's a real grizzly and gross and completely like egregious yeah animal violence it's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's revolting and there are animal rights protesters outside the premiere of sex and city three it's disgusting oh yeah it's it's a huge controversial thing when the movie comes out it's like did we really need to see that and we're like yes we actually we did, did. it's oh. it just is what it is this movie want, gets like this is the world this movie is telling you what happens in the world and this movie gets those wet markets shut down yeah, As and then that's see. the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, okay, so straight out the gate, we realise that we're on, we're in for a controversial ride. Like we've 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 opened with the gals in in fucking Wuhan. They're all there. They're all there. Miranda's on a, a human rights trip to get some expats back to America because the American um, borders are being shut, I guess. Yes. They're stuck okay. in Wuhan. And she's the girls are there to help her. They're in for the ride. Are we mid-pandemic or pre-pandemic? I feel like we're pre-pandemic, right before pandemic. Absolutely. The cusp. Okay. Yeah. The cusp we- of the pandemic. No one really knows. Like, COVID has not been realized or announced but it's Mm. definitely brewing yeah and our girls instead of like watching them go on vacation we're at we're like mid vacation a hundred percent yeah and i feel like all we only get five minutes we only get five minutes of wuhan like i just it's just the beginning of the movie and then we're suddenly back in back in new york like it's just the opening sort of sequence is wuhan okay wow i feel like that's not huge detail it's almost like, I was gonna say that like maybe all the girls are at the the wet market and they're like they're Carrie's like sc- screaming and squealing at mm. like everything that's happening and it's like they we find out that they've been on vacation in China oh. like took a really glamorous girls trip to China yes. and now they're on like the unglamorous part where like Miranda's having to like. Either Miranda's Got having it. to negotiate something or Samantha is like accompanying her one of, of her stars on like a tour of something. Is, like is that. Samantha has she done some deal with China Air? Has Samantha brought some some American actor over to do a campaign for China Air? That is an airline, right? China Air, I'm sure it is. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well it is now. Um it is now. And yeah, maybe Samantha has brought who is like the actor that she is like liaising with China. I feel like Samantha's also like deep in with like the Chinese government and like mm. is like she they're helping she's helping like kind of spread their propaganda or message that they want to be spread about China and Chinese politics. Got it. So she's using also her Hollywood connections to kind of like help out china got it but it's just at this really unfortunate time when there's this sort of weird illness you know yeah yeah and part maybe part of like their deal was that the celebrity that she's bringing over to shoot this like big promo for china air also is going to take a tour of you know 
more rural Chinese areas. Got and it. it's like the last stop on the trip, like yeah. promo stuff. Yeah, and, so, and the girls go along for the ride in there and what they see shocks them. It's not the China they were used to at the beginning of the trip. No, and it also is kind of a throwback to like their final day in Abu Dhabi where they're in <laughs> yeah. the marketplace, like about to get stoned to death. Like, yeah. They're yeah. like, why do Carrie's like, why do we always have to leave things on like such a bad note? Yeah. On it's, exactly. it's almost a reference <laughs> to that awful, horrific scene in Sex and City yeah. 2. Exactly. Yeah. It's a throwback. So who's the star that Samantha oh. is like arranging this kind of like meet and greet in the wet market with? I feel like it's <sighs> who's some hot. It's like Timothy Chalamet or something. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's Timothy Chalamet in China with the gals. Mm-hmm. In China with the gals, and she's just like Timmy is so hot right now, and they're just like, wow, like Samantha really has like her finger on the pulse. Like yeah. she's negotiated this crazy deal, like got Timothy Chalamet to be like the face of China Air, yeah. and now he's like going around the wet market, like trying various foods and like meeting yeah. the vendors. And yeah. <laughs> there's a bat. There's like some bat There's in a, a bat. cage, and it's like Ooh. yeah. We get maybe we even get like a contagion where you kind of see. Oh my god! Wait, I have actually a, a great opening, <laughs> <Okay>. which is <laughs> we open contagion style on where it pans down and a bat is flying oh. over a pig yes. and poops <laughs> on the pig. Yes. Then the pig is killed yes. and the pig is taken into this wet market and like yeah. thrown on top of a bunch of other dead pigs. Yeah. And then we see the pig get cut up and like served to, or someone or the vendor is touching the pig and then shakes hands with Samantha. Samantha, a hundred percent. How we open. Yeah. Like you could be watching like a documentary, but it's no, mm-hmm. it's, it's sex and city three. It's sex and the city three. Yeah. It's and she's like, pleased to meet you. Like, mm. It's so wonderful the culture here. Like, just she's unfazed by yeah. all of the stuff, and the other girls like Carrie's like s- stepping on like a puddle of blood and like screaming. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Charlotte, and the, I, I, I feel like the opening credits music is like the, the normal Sex and City music is played as we're kind of like panning down, and then all of a sudden the music goes like a bit kind of like like a bit Chinese. Like Doom. with like a xylophone, yeah. Yeah, there's a gong. There's like an yes. inappropriate gong. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you realize <laughs> in just the opening few seconds, you realize that this movie is is going to be as culturally insensitive as Sex and City Two. You're a bit like, oh. indeed, yeah, okay. yeah. So Samantha shakes hands with a vendor and like she's kind of in the background as like photographers are focused on Timmy like mm. doing his thing. Carrie and Charlotte are like screaming and then. Um, Miranda's like on a Bluetooth just headset, like trying to make moves happen. Yeah. And Miranda's like, maybe Miranda kind of comes up or she's like, I hate to cut things short, but like, I just got weird news that like, that something like people are kind of getting sick in this area or something. So like, we actually need to go yeah. or like someone clues them in, like get, hustles the ladies together. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, we need to get on the PJ and like back to New York. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we're, then we're back before mm-hmm. we, we're just back. Is there six and six? Yeah. And then we're just back. We're in New York. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like ominous. 
And then it's just like back and fabulous in New York. Yeah. Like you don't understand mm-hmm. what you just saw in the first five minutes yeah. of the movie. You're like, what, 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 the, what? China? Like what? Why? <laughs> it's yeah. confusing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> so, by the time this comes out, like with the news cycle and COVID, it's like, this will be all forgotten. And you'll be like, why were they in China? And like, what, <laughs> what pray tell could they be alluding to? And then your memory will be refreshed as yeah. you like watch the movie. You'll be like, oh yeah. Coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. And then so they're and back then in New back. York. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how appropriate this movie is, but this is anyway, um, we're back and I feel like we're, we're quarantined. Okay, f- yeah, it's it's to- now we're mid pandemic. We're it's mid pandemic. I feel like they're at brunch, mm-hmm. but on Zoom. It's a Zoom yeah, okay. brunch. Just the four girls. It's a Zoom brunch. Yeah, and they're catching up on. Maybe it's like we even say one month later. There's like a title card yeah, that yeah. says like a month, month later. later. I feel like there's some chat about dating apps. I want to bring dating apps in because mm-hmm. they never dealt with that, obviously. So I feel yeah. like who's on a dating app. I guess. I mean, probably like Brady, or is he old enough? How old is he now? Um, well, Brady's or how they, old are they, they now? Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. Brady's questioning their gender. So I feel like Brady is nineteen. Okay, Brady is on dating apps. Yes, Bra- and they find it really confusing. And maybe Miranda is like saying how brady's like dealing with the dating app totally Totally. they're all catching up on like what has been happening in their lives over zoom so i think that we have the split screen in four ways yeah and we see them all like eating their eggs yeah or gluten-free pancakes or whatever yeah banana bread up to date Mm -hmm. charlotte's made banana bread or something she's really into baking yeah 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 um and she's had to quarantine maybe lily g moved back home like lily g was traveling she was set to like shoot the fendi campaign yeah everything was really gonna happen for her yeah and now we just thought it would be best if she came home so she's home but like she and charlotte aren't really getting along no charlotte can't deal with her new found fame and her bad attitude Mm-hmm. And potentially her eating disorder. Yeah, and Lily is also pissed off. You know, she's maybe like 21 years old. She wants to be like hot on the scene, going out to clubs, getting yeah. capped and yeah. like smoking cigs. And yeah. none of that is happening. No, so it was she's cut just, short. Like, furious. She was just on the cusp of like superstardom. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe also Lily leaves partway through to go like quarantine with other models or with, something like with that. Bella. Yeah. With Bella and like, uh, Gigi, she yeah. like leaves to go to Pennsylvania and like hang with them in their like major like mansion by the, by the river. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Charlotte's like Charlotte and Lily are having issues. Big is like on total lockdown because yeah. he's, 80 years old he's 80 yeah yeah he truly if he gets sick it'll just be the end yeah how old's carrie like she's 55 or 60 yeah she's probably like 55 yeah okay maybe he's like 75 yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's always like been 20 years older than her. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So he's on total lockdown. Like she's barely even seeing him. He's like locked in a, in a bedroom. He's in a bedroom and she's like, it's for the best. Like, honestly, he sleeps so much and all he cares about is doing his little like putting green thing (laughs) that he like set up. So like, and he reads and like watches black and white movies. So we really don't have that much to talk about. Yeah. And I feel like Carrie has already investigated dating apps herself. In fact, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's, she wants to get onto Raya. Raya? Raya. She's trying, she's trying to get onto Raya. She didn't get accepted. She's, she hasn't cheated on Big, but she's taking steps already. Mm. You know, she's, she's, she's not on Tinder. She's horny. She's like, she's horny. Yeah. I just, when I have sex, Big doesn't really fuck anymore. And she needs like the feeling of just like a man taking her in his arm and like dick. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's investigating an affair. Yeah. And yeah. Samantha's like, I can get you on Raya easily. Like, yeah. no problem there. Yeah. So, some people. Samantha PRs Raya. She's like, it's booming mm-hmm. in lockdown. You know, yeah. she's. Yeah. Also, is Samantha sick at this point? Oh, is of course. Battle- is she battling? Is Samantha's in the hospital. <laughs> forgot all about that she's patient zero yeah she's patient zero so she's zooming in from the hospital yeah but she's just gotten taken off a ventilator she had a tough battle but she pulled through she's off she's like ladies i'm off the ventilator and like everyone's like "Ooh, yeah she's fine yeah like it was touch and go for a moment but she really made it she's samantha jones she's a trooper like she's fine yeah yeah yeah. she's strong Yeah, yeah there's no it's gonna take a lot more than COVID to take Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then Sasha. So okay, so and Miranda. Where's Miranda? She's working. Miranda's working from home. The yeah. office has shut down, and maybe this was the time. Like she and Brady are spending so much time together, and Brady has come forward to say that they are questioning their gender and like Perfect. exploring yeah. other opportunities so and Miranda's, samantha she's yeah. miranda's fine miranda says i love you no matter what like this is amazing yeah. we'll explore this together i'm here for you if you need me um they, they have a great scenario together like yeah, she's very supportive like, very supportive and they are becoming closer than ever during quarantine totally yeah and steve is also so supportive so and it's supportive just like, it's just like a really great vibe at their yeah. like little Brooklyn townhouse. Yeah, it's like the dream scenario. It's a rare dream scenario for someone who who is discovering their um and exploring their own gender. And that's when we hear Charlotte kind of weigh in with her thoughts on it. Which, yeah, she like, she do you think do you think like Brady's gonna make a cute girl though? Like, don't you mm. think like it's a little bit bad? Like, what is she, what is he gonna do with his hair? Like, she's just asking all the wrong. Is he stuff. a drag queen? She doesn't get it. She's <laughs> I've seen Drag Race. I know what the hell you know. Is it? She has no idea. Yeah, she's like, do you guys watch Drag Race? Is it <laughs> like that? Yes. It's kind of like that, right? <laughs> and they're really like Charlotte. Like, how are you not understanding all this? You're so sheltered, and and just, yeah, yeah, okay, right. And maybe even Lily walks by, and she's like, "God, mom, like it's not that." Like Lily's woke enough to just be like, 
mom, shut up. Like, Lily, she like goes, uh, Lily's like, slams some cupboards around yeah. in the kitchen. Lily doesn't like, even see gender. She's, she's Mm-mm. just like, she's like 18 years old. You know, she's like, what, yeah, post what is the problem? Totally. What Gen is the problem? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the girls. <laughs> so that's the girls and we're Here caught we up to date on like everything that's going on in their yeah. lives. Okay. So Samantha's going to get out of the hospital in like a week yeah. and maybe she's organizing like a huge virtual welcome home party for herself. Sure. Like a gala. A gala. Yes. <laughs> um, on zoom. Or, in, or IRL. Yeah. Okay. No, just on Zoom. Yeah. She just wants everyone, the who's who of the fashion and entertainment world to be there. She wants Lily to be there. Yeah. And she wants Lily. And so she is asking Charlotte, like, for my welcome home slash you survived COVID <laughs> gala, I would really love it if Lily could make an appearance yeah there's and a fee could, like, there is a fee yeah. for lily yeah mm-hmm. we could arrange a fee like, or mm-hmm. she's some... we'll arrange a fee and if she can do like a dedicated instagram post like samantha's yeah. like i want to put together a whole package yeah and yeah. i'll send it over to you yeah and like see if you can negotiate something there's a swipe up story option like there's like mm-hmm. she just want you know this is she's pring herself and her return to health yeah her like only sam can because it's like because now it's digital everyone in the world that she would want to be there is going to be there so she's just planning like this like amazing like fashion extravaganza that is truly a world like she's reaching out to people from all continents mm. the who's who of every continent to like mm. welcome her back home totally who's so, who's invited like um um I mean, definitely, like, the richest person in Antarctica, like, whoever that is. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, like, money. Money. Money yeah. and, like, fame, like, money, famous, wealthy. Like, yeah. we're obviously going to get, like, Mark, J- Mark Jacobs is of, there. And Mark all. Jacobs is there. Lots of, like, Chinese stars are there and, like, businessmen. Um, I think we get... Yeah, like all of fashion. Like it's like Bella and Gigi will be yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. Donatella will be 100%, there. Yeah, Donatella's um, dressed her. Mm-hmm. Donatella's dressed her, and the whole, the whole thing is it's black tie. So you have to join on Zoom. This like ultra private Zoom, and be in black tie. And there will be some sort of like red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. That some sort of technology where it will showcase all the outfits. Basically, Samantha's hosting like a Met Gala. Yeah, the Met Gala like, we didn't get in 2020. Yeah, but it's just now like Samantha's Gala, like yeah. Welcome Home. <laughs> so okay. I think this would also be a great way to get Stanford and Anthony yes. into the mix because obviously they're invited well, to the Gala. Isn't Anthony, isn't he like an interior designer? He's an interior designer. So he's doing set design for Samantha's Mm -hmm. um, Zoom call. He's putting together the, like, the background. Yeah, yeah. Onto which everyone's, like, image and outfit will be projected to all the other people at the party. 100%, yeah, yeah. And Vogue are doing a thing. Like, Vogue have arranged to show everyone's outfits and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. but Anthony's, like, specifically art directing. Yeah. 
Yeah. What did Creative Stanford do? Did he, was, what was his job? That's a good question. Hmm. Did he ever have an explicit job? I don't think it was ever established, but he's maybe he maybe was he, he was like a, a trust fund kid. Oh, because remember, like early on in Sex in the City, Carrie and Stanford meet his like grandmother on the Upper East oh. Side, who's going to give him an inheritance, and yes. she's like maybe going to be his beard so that he can get the money. Yes, yeah. So Stanford's maybe just he never. Yeah, maybe he never had a job. And he, he never had like a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a house husband. He, like, manages the house. Yeah. And, like, and arranges for childcare. But maybe Stanford is, like, really stressed because they've not all their childcare professionals quit. Yeah. And now he has to take care of this kid by himself. And it's really putting a lot of strain on his relationship with Absolutely. Anthony. And he's, we revisit dating apps with him as well. He's on, he's on Grindr. I mean, mm-hmm. he's yeah, on Scruff. He's, he's on Scruff. He's on them all. Yeah. He's got all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Or may, oh, so wait, so it's Anthony, Anthony's grindering and scruffing. Yes, because exactly. Because he's so irritated with Stanford. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. yeah. And he's horny. And, you know, they have that open relationship, don't they, that they established at the wedding. Do you remember he says yeah. to Carrie? Basically like, the open relationship, which was just that Anthony can, like, sleep with whoever totally. he Totally, yeah. And, like, so he, Stanford's lucky to be married to anyone at all. Totally. So, Anthony, so we, we see Anthony grab his phone and it's like, He's been sent a dick pic. Okay. And he's yes. like, mm. And that's mm-hmm. it. And then we then we come back to that later. <laughs> we just see a dick. Perfect. We see yeah, a, a dick on Anthony's phone. And it's not Stanford's. And we know. And a lot of this movie, it seems like, has to take place over Zoom because people are quarantining. Yes, but that's okay. Yes. That's just like the, that's like where we're at. And when this premieres in twenty twenty one, we're we're used to it. We you know mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise us or shock us. We don't question the um, the production values of the movie because all we've seen in twenty twenty is Zoom. So we have like, it's like a zoom between Samantha and Anthony planning out all the amazing details like of this gala. And he's kind of just everything's planned at this point, but he's going down the list and he's be like, and he's like, and this will be like how it captures the image and then it'll be projected and like everything's going to be fabulous. Like it truly is like the party to end all parties. Yeah. And also thank God you're alive. Yeah. A hundred percent. But more importantly, this is how we're lighting you and blah, blah, blah. Like, you need to look mm-hmm. fresh. You need, we're going to make you look really young. You're going to look stunning. And she looks yeah. stunning. Mm-hmm. Laverne. Like, Laverne. Real House Samantha. Laverne. Yeah. yeah. Is truly, you know, like on Real Housewives and stuff, like it took them a minute to figure out how to get like the right confessionals and like Zoom stuff. Yeah. It's like now they've reached Housewives of Beverly Hills, yeah. like reunion type of lighting yeah. and like crisp whatever but with laverne and samantha yeah. like it is just like popping off she could be 30 like it's mm-hmm. incri- like she, she just oh you just want to look like and her. anthony says that he's just like you've never looked better yeah 100%. like yeah. yeah i actually think it was the best possible thing for you to go through this because yeah. it it you now glow from within you needed covid yeah it- <laughs> she's like you don't have to tell me twice. It was the best <laughs> diet I've ever been on. 
<laughs> love, love, love. Okay. And remember, she's Samantha's celibate as well. So do, how do we find that out? Is she... She's doing um, like... Um, she's maybe doing... Anthony gets some sort... Like he's screen sharing with her and someone texts him or he gets a message that pops up on his computer that is a dick pic or something. Mm. And then Samantha can comment like... I haven't seen one of those for a while. Yeah. Because and he's she's, like, what, are you celibate or something? And then she's like, honey, I've been like in... I'm three uh, years. SLA, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm three years. I'm head of, of my SLA chapter. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do we see her do a Zoom SLA meeting? Do we see... We could have... She's like... Or, yeah, we could have like her zooming into one or be yeah. like, I hope that... I wonder how many of them turned back to Dick when I like yeah. when I was gone for the past month. And I feel like we see on the Zoom windows, I see it's a great opportunity to bring in some some old cameos. Like maybe we see Richard, maybe Richard's in Slaw now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I her, think Richard's some, in Slaw, yeah, yeah. And you know the guy with the funkiest toasting spunk, like he's Funky in there. Spunk yeah, is there. He's it's there. been a great way for Samantha to reconnect with like old lovers, but yeah. also like in a friendship way. Totally. And there were all these mm-hmm. Easter eggs. Like you see, like all these people that she's fucked in the past, and they're all in SLA. Yeah. Hmm. So, do we fast forward now to the night of this? gala yeah we're there are people like i feel like carrie's getting ready and she's trying to get big ready but maybe she's like she won't let him come out of the bedroom or something yeah he has to he has to zoom in from like his laptop in bed and he can't figure it out because he's old and so he like can't like open she's trying to explain and then maybe finally she just like loses all patience with him. And she's just like, you know what? Just forget it. Like I'm doing this alone yeah. from the living room. Like I've just, I've had enough. There's tension. Had enough. Yeah. There's tension. Yeah. yeah. She's looking and I think, else. I think also that this is a really great opportunity for, or, or organic opportunity for Carrie and Petrovsky to come face to face because obviously he's invited yes. to the gala. Yes. So maybe she opens her computer. She's like, now I'm running late. Like I'm yeah. running late. And like, she's all, she's dressed up in like a fabulous outfit. Like yeah. she's head to toe in like Dior current yeah. season, like a whole look. Yeah. She's, she, she just, she looks, she looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And she's late and she opens up and she clicks on the link and it loads and suddenly she's face to face with yeah. Petrovsky. It's the big, the big window is open and it's just her and Petrovsky. And she hides. Yeah. Remember there was that scene when she hit, can you see me? Can we re- you see me? We revisit that. Can Petrovsky, and yeah. he can see her. Yeah. And maybe he's like talking, Harry? like maybe it's his moment of like, he's on the red carpet or being interviewed or something <laughs> and Carrie's like on mute. So she's like, she, she, Oh wait, maybe she's not on mute and she's like screaming and then she interrupts his like moment. And then he's like, Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. And then she's made yeah. his moment all about her, which mm-hmm. <laughs> funny. Ca- Carrie, Bra- yeah. Carrie Bradshaw yeah. moment. Yeah. 
And everyone is kind of like, Ooh, Oh my God. Like, Whoa. Yeah. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then we see that's when we get like also to see everyone else that's on the zoom gala and maybe, um, Timothy, everyone's there. Timothy is there. Yeah. He miraculously didn't get COVID like never had. He's fine. He's fine. Thriving. It never was an issue. Um, Young, he was asymptomatic. Young Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're making an appearance. And then I think maybe Petrovsky DMs Carrie like on the side. Like she gets some uh, messages. Yeah. Like and he privately is messaging her and he's like, Nice to see you. And they're kind of like catching up. Yeah. He's, like they they're messaging back and forth. He's telling her that he's in New York. And planning a planning an exhibition, mm-hmm. and he'd love an her exhibition. to stop by when he's setting up. Yeah, and maybe Carrie even like then messages Charlotte and is like, "How could you not have told me about this?" Charlotte's kept it from her. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think Carrie then starts Zoom fights with like everyone about <laughs> this. Like she's messaging Charlotte, and she's like, "That's crazy that you didn't tell me. Like, how dare you? You're like, supposed blah, to be blah, my blah, best blah. friend." Yeah, and Charlotte's like, I knew that it would just be an issue. Like, I knew that you couldn't handle it. So I just didn't, I wanted to find the right time and the place. And when Samantha was in the hospital, it just wasn't the right time. And Carrie's like, still pissed. It doesn't matter. Carrie's like, what's happened to you over the past 10 years? Like, you've changed. Mm -hmm. You've changed. You keep secrets. You bake bread. You're making banana bread. Like, and she's just like, that's not how i remember yeah that's not that's not the charlotte i became friends with and then charlotte's like well you're not the carrie that i became friends with so they're like having a full-blown like friendship meltdown they have they have a massive meltdown um a, a massive fight and maybe miranda as her plus one brings brady and it's yes. kind of like brady's like entree on the scene yeah wearing a yeah. stunning like vintage gown by like helmet lamp mm-hmm. yeah i love it that the, they borrowed from one of their like fab friends like brady's yeah, maybe brady's lily fab. yes i think yeah i think lily sent it over or arranged for something to be delivered totally. because like she overheard how Charlotte was acting about it all on that Zoom. She's mortified. Like, yeah, Lily has reached out and like arranged for like designer goods just to be dropped yeah. off. Lily DM'd. Yeah, I was like, remind yeah. me your address, and I'm sending something for that stupid mm-hmm. Zoom thing that you have to go to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And so then Lily makes a speech, like everyone is making a speech, they're 
praising Samantha for making it through this tough time. Maybe there's even some like charity or like auction element that happens where you get to see people bidding, like bidding wars on stuff. And maybe it's a bidding, there's a bidding for like a private tour of Petrovsky's new exhibition. Definitely. Which Carrie bids on. Carrie bids on and then she doesn't know what comes over her, but she just keeps bidding and bidding and bidding. Yeah. And before you know it, she's spent like $60,000. <laughs> she's won. <laughs> yeah, she's won. And it's and like, she's like, what have I done? What have I done? She's freaking yeah. out. Oh my God. <gasps> yeah. She can hear, she can hear Big in the other room like snoring and she's like, what the fuck have I done? Mm-hmm. I'm going to meet Petrovsky. Yeah. It's set. And and she's like sent the message is loud and clear like i'm interested i've paid sixty thousand dollars now paid sixty thousand dollars to have like time with you yeah (laughs) um so okay where do we need to go from here well we we need to get to carrie's death at the very end of the movie I i know that's somewhere we need to go yeah, I think what happens is that after this gala, Carrie and Stanford are having they're having like a socially distanced walk in yeah. Central Park because yeah. we have to get some people together. Yeah, like, we can't do the whole enough movie. Is enough. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the whole movie on Zoom. Yeah, so they're walking, and Carrie mentions like she never saw Stanford on the Zoom, and. He was like, well, yeah, I mean, Anthony and I got in like a ter- like a horrific fight. Like I wasn't going to go. And she was like, the same thing happened with me and Big and like he didn't go. And then Stanford can say like, I think he's connected with some young hot thing. Like yeah. I see him texting secretly all the time. And like, yeah. I know our relationship is open, but like, come on. Yeah. And then Carrie's like, well, I may or may not have spent $60,000 to go <laughs> see Petrovsky's exhibition. And then Stanford's like kind of delighted by yeah. this. Stanford adventure. loved Petrovsky. Loved him. Loved yeah. Him. yeah. was all about him. Thinks that that was the one, like Carrie made a huge mistake. She Carrie, could have been jet setting. Carrie, yeah, he took so you to Paris. He was the one. Took you to Paris. You were wearing all these dresses. Like, so what? And he's like, the best thing about a relationship is not seeing people for long periods of time. Like, you totally. are about to live the dream. Totally. And so he's like, get this back up and running. Like, become international again. Become the girl that you're meant to be. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, fully encouraging this affair. 100%. He loves Petrovsky. So, do, does she then have like a privately like social distance tour of yeah. this. Well, we're now like a few months into the pandemic yeah. and lockdowns eased a bit and Petrovsky's exhibition is going to happen. IRL. Mm-hmm. It's not a digital exhibition. It's happening in real life. So she's preparing to go to the Whitney to meet Petrovsky. She's got a mask. Yeah. She's got her mask mm-hmm. ready and they're going to, they're going to meet. Yeah. Wow. And face it's to like face. Tension. Tension has been building. Yeah. And she again looks like flawless. Big is still flawless. in the still in the bedroom. Like she hasn't seen more. him. 
Yeah, she's yeah, not seen him. Let him out <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. Like, <laughs> he's basically locked in there, and he's like, "Where are you going?" And she's like, "Going out. Don't worry about it." And like, yeah. she makes him quarantine from her because she's just resumed business as usual, like seeing people with masks and stuff. But she really doesn't want to get him sick. So they're having like, they're having IRL brunches at this stage. They're they're like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "I can go out, but you can't do that." So it just makes more sense for you to just stay in the room totally. and like yeah so it's basically carrie's like committing elder abuse at this point <laughs> oh my god it's almost like misery like like yeah, it is. <laughs> and carrie is kathy pates and big is basically tied to a bed quarantined forever yeah siphoned away from society at large just like yeah. who knows what's happening with him yeah no yeah and big never had any friends so no one's mi- no one's missing big no one's like mm-hmm. where's where's john no one where's john no 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 one. all his friends are either gone or yeah. they're just like senile at this yeah. point <laughs> <laughs> So Carrie goes to the Whitney and yeah. she and Charlotte is there to like help facilitate this meeting or whatever. Cause she's yeah. kind of like the liaison. Yeah. And I feel like Carrie's smoking cigarettes. She's nervously smoking cigarettes. She's back. Yeah, to smoking. She's smoking. Yeah. She might have her mask off. Like she's waiting outside the Whitney. She's n- unmasked. She's yeah. smoking. And maybe some, a paparazzi gets a, a shot of her with yeah. no mask smoking on the street like flicking her cigarette and like walking by like an elderly woman with a walker while she's like while carrie is not wearing a mask and she doesn't even think that that could be a problem or an issue she has no idea no she doesn't see it but little does she know like the shit storm that's coming her way yeah 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 oh because she has to get cancer of course yes 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 okay right so she and charlotte also haven't spoken since this since they're like epic zoom fight yeah and charlotte's being really curt with her but but carrie's Carrie, rate 60 60 000 for for the whitney yeah so it actually like charlotte's being curt but like professional yeah and carrie and petrovsky it's like an instant connection again he's he unveils a piece and it's like Maybe it's like a gigantic shoe, and he <laughs> and she, reveals to Carrie. It's, it's that inspired this by shoe her. Is inspired by her, he's now making art about her, <laughs> which is kind of the dream. If you're in that situation, like that's if you're an egomaniac, yeah, if yeah. you're an egomaniac like Carrie Bradshaw, to hear like a famous artist is making art inspired by you, you are thrilled mm-hmm. to your back teeth. And the whole thing, too, is, like, they can't... They have to stay, like, six feet apart and wear these masks. So, like, the whole scene is them, like, being apart and, like, will they or won't they touch? Like, what's going to happen? And maybe he invites her over to, like, his new penthouse, which is even better than his old one. It's it's a block. Essentially, it's a a block. A whole city block of a building (laughs) that's just his building. And she makes the decision to go and it's like she has some sort of voiceover that's like i had to ask myself (laughs) could i really stay six feet apart anymore (laughs) like 
<laughs> something like that. And you see her like pulling, they pull their masks off and they just like embrace yeah. and they're making out and like fall into bed. Oh. And also with her, vo- with her voiceover, like the six feet apart. I mean, the, the foot mm-hmm. thing comes into play because of course he's made a shoe. Totally. The shoe. Yeah. He's together. made a gigantic shoe art. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings the sort of six feet thing. You know, the whole thing is tied Absolutely. together and it's just like, and I want to say about the shoe art that <laughs> when we talk about it here, it sounds really bad, but it's actually like it's, incredible. It's stunning. You've never seen art. like You can't even conceive of it in your mind now because you've never, we've never seen as a culture art this moving and important in major. It so changes the art world. <laughs> it complete. it ushers in a whole new art movement. <laughs> trust us yeah (laughs) okay so petrovsky and carrie are in his ginormous city block apartment and they're making out the masks are on the floor we we get a shot of these just two masks on the floor Mm -hmm. and then we pan intertwined yeah they're kind of the masks are a little bit tangled together yeah hand up we pan up and carrie is kissing this like 82 year old like (laughs) he's older than big He's older than big, but he's still sexy. And his body's amazing. Yeah. You're like, what? You never really thought of Petrovsky like this, but all of a sudden the viewers are like, oh, he's he's hot. He's hot. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Carrie was asymptomatic and (gasps) she just gave Petrovsky COVID. (sighs) And because she's been out and about like at brunch she's she's been like i think we find out like a a photographer a paparazzi has been like following carrie yeah. because they're trying to like expose the celebrities that like aren't being respectful about totally. COVID. so yeah. like author carrie bradshaw spotted yeah Ca- carrie bradshaw spotted like in this moment they're cuddling and whispering sweet nothings into each other's ears and they're trying to make plans for like their next date and he's like why don't i take you He's like traveling still, yeah, but yeah. like high, like he's taking precautions, but he's also just like obviously in great shape. So he's yeah. not that. And worried. he's on private jets. So, you know. Yeah. And he's like, you've been distancing, haven't you? And then Carrie's like, sure. <laughs> like maybe like tells like a little white lie. Yeah. And then they make a plan for their next date. The next time they'll see each other, he's going to whisk her back to Paris maybe. And they're going to have like their moment yeah and i think carrie shows up to the airport to like board the jet only to find out that petrovsky is like (laughs) deathly ill with like like, you've never seen anyone looking so ill no he's like his his people call her and they're like we're like we just needed to warn you that um Alex has like contracted COVID-19 and we're doing contact tracing. We know that he was with you. And like, Carrie's just like, uh, Oh God. (laughs) And she lies again. And like, tell like, she's now like, she's burying herself in like a web of lies (sighs) because she has not actually been social distancing. Like at all. She hasn't cared about it. She, she barely, she's barely remembered that there's a pandemic happening. Yeah. She's kind of like, if it doesn't affect me, it's not my problem. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. And I think Samantha, like 
none of her friends know this because because Samantha got so sick, everyone's like taking it super seriously. And so now that Carrie like has really like thrown caution to the wind and is just going about her day to day, like she has to lie to everyone in her life about oh, like her whereabouts and what totally. she's doing. She's such a horrific Except for person. Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She confesses in her gay. She's like, Stanny, I may have made a boo-boo. She's like, I know. Oh, Carrie's oh. like meeting with stylists to like get like, new like to get clothes and stuff like that like she's just really not adhering to any of yeah should we see her go to like put some hand sanitizer on and the bottle's empty from the bottom of her purse and she's like oops oh well oh well yeah yeah Uh so she's she's buried in lies and then i think sadly petrovsky passes away he goes he's gone he's gone and Who's responsible for this death? Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a villain. She's a villain. And I think now, like, the photos come out, there's all these, like, leaks to the press, and it basically is like this, this woman's decisions led to this, like, the demise of this, like, great artist. Yeah. What the fuck? And everyone just, like, turns on Carrie. Yeah. Killer Carrie, she's called. Killer, <laughs> Killer Carrie, and she's cancelled. She's, she's fully cancelled. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one's ever been cancelled before. Like, Ellen is nothing compared to this. Like, oh, ca- no. Ellen, no. Not at all. That's ca- a, j- nothing. She's seen as a murderer. She, yeah. Like, she might have to go on trial for, for manslaughter. Like, manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, like... It's like the first COVID-19 like manslaughter yeah. case is now being built against her for like the murder of Alexander Petrovsky. Yeah, like Miranda like, Miranda's working on the case. Miranda's working in Carrie's defense but mm-hmm. has no idea how she's going to get her through this. Yeah, and I think Carrie like gets arrested at I think she gets arrested either on the street or like at her apartment. Yeah. Like and she is in jail and has one phone call. She calls Miranda, begs her to like help her post bail and like get her out of jail. And like, so then Miranda's like on the case. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Meanwhile, okay. Samantha is livid. Livid because she's taken the attention away from her. I think it's just like she's like, come on, like you knew better than this. Like, or. Either Samantha's livid or she doesn't care at all. And she's like, you've got to live your life. Like, yeah, 100%. But she's wearing everyone, a mask. She's taking precautions for other yeah, people's Samantha's, sake. Yeah, Samantha's doing the right thing. But she's also like a big fan of like personal autonomy and mm. like the consequences of your own actions. Mm. And like, she's kind of, she's very zen from having years in the program and like really a greater understanding of herself. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. maybe she visits Carrie in jail and she's wearing like a full hazmat suit and <laughs> and like comes in to sit down and like picks up the phone, like wipes it off with like a Clorox wipe and like picks it up to see Carrie through the glass. Yeah. And, and Carrie's like, the I hazmat suit's Chanel. Mm-hmm. It's Chanel. Oh, you know. yes. Uh-huh. Full Chanel head to toe. Like. With like a, also like a little hazmat like bag. Stunning. That has a wand on it that oh. you can spray down like disinfectant on everything. I need one. Yes. 
So she's on the she phone. She even like sprays, yeah, she'll like spray people down with like this disinfectant. And Carrie's like, you look fabulous. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that she's speaking to Carrie and mm-hmm. oh, what are they talking about? I think Samantha comes to to visit Carrie for moral support, but she also breaks the news to her that maybe she breaks the news to her that Anthony's and, been murdered. Yeah. Yeah. He's been brutally murdered. People are dying left, right and center now. He's been, yeah. It's like, this is where the movie takes a dark turn. Yeah. It becomes like very depressing. Yeah. And like rea- everything gets all too real. It's really we're raw. Like, about five months into quarantine. Yeah. We're just like, it's like tunnel vision of just like horrors. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this it's not a happy movie. So, I'm no. s- sweetie, I've got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Anthony. Anthony's been dicked to death. Found <laughs> in multiple suitcases across New York City. Yeah. And I think Laverne just real like this monologue of her explaining. <laughs> what happened to Anthony along with like kind of footage of the FBI finding remains in yeah. suitcases. It's it, like gritty. It she wins her the Oscar. So much, yeah. She, her eyes like filling with tears and just her delivery. Also the fact that she's able to bring such depth to this monologue while wearing a Chanel hazmat suit. is <laughs> like this. She's the greatest actress of our time. Of our time. It's it. She wins the Oscar. Yeah. And so she tells Carrie that, Anthony's been murdered and Stanford is like in cut in police custody, like being questioned as like a person of interest. Yeah. And just like breaks terrible news to Carrie. Who's literally like in COVID jail. Like Uh, like she's just like, it's horrible in here. Like Ghislaine just got here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie's life has fallen apart. Her life has fallen apart. Big has no idea. Big's in bed. They can't get He's through to still him. Still locked in that room. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Big die. Big might die from just neglect at this point. Like <laughs> he just... literally cannot get out of this locked room. A hundred percent. And he can't use his computer correctly to like call for help. Like he doesn't know anything about technology, so he's like slowly starving to death <laughs> in there. He can't move. But has he died? Is he still alive? He, they find him and it's like in the movie seven when they find that like really star they find like one person that you think is like a corpse but then it like moves that's big yes, <laughs> this movie actually is very similar to seven by the end <laughs> you almost feel like you're watching seven yeah a hundred percent yeah it's yeah. like it has kind of the cinematography shifts into like gray scale and you're just like wow this is so bleak and dark and then yeah it's like that goes full seven a hundred percent okay i love this okay um okay so we need to get carrie out oh jelaine's now in the cell next to does jelaine maxwell have a cameo in sex and city three i just love involving jelaine yeah, and, and yeah i think yeah. like jelaine she might have a cameo or she's referred to well she least. knew she knew big very well oh she did know big very well big okay. was a guest so, on the island i think this is another revelation is that as these um flight logs and all the details of the epstein 
stuff are being released big it gets revealed as like a like made you know 54 trips on the lolita express totally and now and carrie is now realizing that big was like totally part of jeffrey epstein's whole deal a hundred percent i feel like everyone gets their comeuppance in this film because anthony also was doing terrible things there was some Mm -hmm. some some, like everyone that dies in this movie deserved to die yeah apart Mm -hmm. from petrovsky apart yeah and it was wonderful an innocent man making stunning art corruption making stunning art who changed and actually his death is what propels this exhibition like if he had not died, maybe people wouldn't have appreciated the big shoe. You know what I mean? Like it kind of goes hand in hand and it like creates just like a ripple effect. A hundred percent. Throughout the art world. Yeah. 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 The art world is shook to its core. Big, the police, because he's affiliated with Epstein, the police or FBI go, they swat the apartment, they break down the door they find Big, what they think is a corpse, because he's so <laughs> wasted away. And then at the last second, he gasps for breath. So they arrest <sighs> yeah, him. Yeah. And he's now like a person of interest in this like case against Shulane. And like yeah. also he's been charged with uh, sex trafficking, <laughs> yeah. etc. It's yeah. become a crime thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A total crime thriller. Murder. And also, we ha- still have the storyline of, like, what the fuck, who killed Anthony? Yeah, and who did... Okay, so where do we go with that? Who else needs so, to... Was, was Brady involved in Anthony's death? Honestly, not to get full J.K. Rowling, <laughs> but he yes. might have been involved in Anthony's death. hundred percent. <sighs> this is heavy. Yeah. This, this it's is not, true. we never promised it was going to be pretty. We it, never it, told you it was going to be pretty. It's not a rom-com. This is the, no. this is probably the darkest <laughs> film that's ever been allowed to be released in cinemas. Yeah. And it reflects real, our times. It, yeah. It's nothing. There's no, it's like the experience that you have after watching like, babble or something where you're oh, just like oh to be my honest, god like this to be honest it's just the feeling of watching the news because 2020 yeah. is is so dark. this just reflects the modern age yeah you just know. when you think with this film that it's gotten as bad and dark as it could possibly get you fall through the the floor and to reveal another layer and level of just like horror another murder another crime so Big's now in jail slash like a hospital slash jail. Yeah, yeah. Tied to a bed or something. Yeah, Carrie's in jail like awaiting tr- her murder trial. With Jelaine. <laughs> with Jelaine, who's also awaiting trial. So they kind of become friendly. Yeah, And Jelaine yeah. like confesses everything. They're in cahoots and, or something. They're like... Yeah. Maybe they're trying to plan like a escape from Alcatraz kind of like jailbreak situation <laughs> okay. together. Okay. <laughs> so they, okay. They think they found a way out and how, yeah. Julian's like, I've been hacking away at <laughs> the wall in my cell with like a, t- a tiny paper clip that I found that I snuck in here and I've almost tunneled through like, and <laughs> I think that we could, yeah, come with me. Yeah. We got this sis. And, Carrie's like, 
okay, like, okay, yeah. And Ghislaine's like, I can, I have a jet queued up. I have connections in high places. Yes, you'll have to hide for the rest of your life. But let's be real. What kind of life would you have anyways? You're looking at either spending the rest of your life in prison or just being like a social pariah forever. Yeah, yeah. like the paparazzi will be getting, looking for you everywhere. You you will Mm -hmm. be, you're a public hate figure already. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll never Come wear beautiful clothes ever. again. You'll never get gifts from designers. You're never yeah. going to write another book. Like, yeah. Julaine slowly like convinces Carrie that the only way out is to like come with her and break out of prison. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because we need to get to Carrie's death at some point, mm-hmm. and I feel well, okay, like I have an idea. Okay, about okay. her death, but okay. Well, I'll tell you, and then you tell me, and we can see okay, how okay. we feel. But okay, I was thinking that. During their big prison break, Jelaine actually, like, like she throws Carrie under the bus. Like, she uses Carrie as even, like, a shield of, like, police or bullets so that she can then escape. And, like, Carrie feels so betrayed. Like, in that moment, Carrie's like, how could you do this to me? And Jelaine's like why wouldn't I do this to you? Like, whatever like, happened, you know who I am. Whatever happened to like, the, you know, girl, girlfriends, like, be, yeah. like the female girl bond. power. Yeah. 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 Helping each other. I thought we were going to help each other. And like, this and movie like, deconstructs, it ruins any kind of feeling of girl power and feminism that you've ever wished yeah. for and experienced. Like this, this movie takes down feminism. <laughs> The movie's central message is there's no such thing as feminism. (laughs) And feminism is but a figment of our collective imagination. Totally. Totally. Which I think Jelaine could say in like a monologue of her own. It's like the rain is pouring down. She's looking into Carrie's eyes. It's like Carrie is bleeding out and asking her why. The female bond. Ha! Yeah. I've never heard such a ridiculous thing in my life. Totally. And she throws Carrie down on the ground and then makes a run for it. Yes. Oh, I love that. Does Carrie die at that moment? Yeah. She, I mean, she could live in the hospital. Like she could get taken to the same jail hospital as big and they could have like a notebook style death where they... (laughs) Tied together in exactly the same moment. They died together at the arms. same time, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. But then, yeah, but they're the most horrific people to have ever lived. They're pretty awful, but it's like poetic in the fact. I think what Carrie goes through and her big realization is that she realizes that she and Big were meant to be together all along, and the more mm. she fought it, and the further she got from him it only served to drive them back together because and now they'll be together no, they'll be yeah, together in they'll death. Be together forever yeah. yeah wow that's dark mm-hmm. and he's like yeah it's not like a it's kind of a beautiful realization but it's also like a you terrible realization you kind of don't know how you're feeling about it as you watch the movie you're like this is just so it's so dark and twisted that you can't really get your head around it yeah, like, I feel kind of oddly comforted by it right now, but who mm. knows, seeing it on the screen, how I would feel, or, yeah. like, when I rewatch the movie, how it would make me feel. And I think also there, it would be nice to see them end up together and have them be like, 
hey kid like you look like you've been through it and Carrie's yeah. just like her hair is like plastered to her face like she's all like wet and like they're just like wheeled on gurneys next to each other to take their final breaths that's stunning Mm-hmm. Maybe this they're movie? handcuffed. They're oh. handcuffed together, oh. and then that's how they die. And then they just their eye, both their eyes close at the same time, and R.I.P. But the yeah. movie hasn't ended there because we need the funeral. No, it, yeah, I, exactly. Thank and I've you. got I've got an idea for the funeral. Okay, I love it. Go. <sighs> okay, there's a twist. So they're at we're at the funeral. It's beautiful. It's stunning. It's a joint funeral. And you mm-hmm. expect... To, I mean, everyone... You know, there are so many burgers there writing a... Yeah. You know, putting a post-it note on Carrie's coffin. You get all mm-hmm. these... You get more cameos, like Easter egg characters that you totally forgot, you know. every Everyone's at this funeral. And then the girls are not at the funeral. There are, like, these three empty seats at the front. And you get, like, some chat. You get, like, oh, yeah, where's... Where's this Miranda that Carrie was always mentioning? Or, oh, where's Samantha that featured so heavily in Carrie's columns? Or, oh, yeah, where's Charlotte? I thought Carrie was always going on about the show. And then you suddenly realise the girls never existed. (gasps) These three characters, Samantha, Charlotte and Miranda, were just figments of Carrie's imaginations. They were extensions of her personality that she just couldn't quite tap into. She'd made them up in a kind of crazy, psychotic sort of way of living her life. And then we get all these flashbacks. We get like, you know, we get the ball game from season one, episode one, when Carrie sat there Mm -hmm. smoking with a, with a hot dog and, and a big fur coat. And, you know, we, we get this flashback and she's just sat there alone. The girls are not sat with her. Talking to herself. And it's like, this twist this plot twist is like it's like the the massive secret that you don't talk about when you go and see sex and city three it's like the big thing that you just if you see the movie there's sort of like this yeah. unwritten rule you don't talk about the twist it's like the others with nicole kidman when you realize that mm-hmm. they are dead but yeah. you don't you don't ruin the surprise as we get all these flashbacks and you know they're they're on the staten island ferry or or they're they're at the barbecue with with the trans girls you know and they all mm-hmm. take the photo but you realize that it's just carrie taking a selfie with the trans girl yeah the other oh the God. other three girls are not they never existed they ne- they never existed i love a flashback sequence of it's just carrie the entire time it's just trying carrie. to sneak up to the roof of like soho house by herself trying to by herself yeah in the cafeteria like where she like uh, where she has like the oh my god yeah all yeah. by her lonesome the, brun- the brunch it's just her table for four just her talking talking to herself when she comes in to brunch after being in paris and everyone screams and they're yes. so happy to see her she just walks in and screams to an empty table and totally. then sits at an empty table and everyone turns around in the restaurant and they're just like oh new york they're like that's there's that crazy yeah lady yeah. again yeah, yeah. totally and no, and no one ever thought to question it that much because they were like oh that's just carrie like yeah 
Stanford's like she wears Ooh. wild. Look at the clothes she wears. Like yeah. she dresses like a crazy person. She's insane. She probably is like a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stanford was always a bit. You know, he just kind of put up with her and felt. You know, they were friends for years, and he paid attention, but not like really. Yeah, and so that's the big twist, the big plot twist of Sex and City Three. It was just Carrie all along. And you then, you're watching this movie and then you question the last 20 years of your life as a viewer. You're like, but I loved all four of these. I was a Miranda. Uh, you know, I was a Samantha. I was a Samantha. And she never even existed. You really question yourself. This movie changes the film industry and society as a whole. And it changes, um, like... Even, I think, art, just as far as, like, what you can do with characters and, like, building a whole world out of truly fantasy and then deconstructing it in, like, a moment's notice. (laughs) The drop in the last four minutes of of the last movie. Everything suddenly Yeah, of, like, the final (laughs) movie of the whole franchise. Yeah. Yeah, you can just tear it down to where everything that you thought you knew was a lie. Totally. I've just had a thought. Okay, Mm-hmm. So, as Carrie's coffin gets sort of sent to to be cremated, you just see these two wills from a wheelchair sort of mm-hmm. arriving into the into the um, crematorium, and then it pans up, and who is in the wheelchair? Lexi Featherstone. <gasps> Lexi. Yes. Lexi. Two sort of completely busted legs because when she fell out of that window, she landed on a terrace. Mm-hmm. I broke every bone in her body. No one saw her. She wills herself in big dark sunglasses. She takes them off. She looks into the camera and she says, huh, New York really is over. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Fiend. That's it. <laughs> That's it at the end. Do, 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 do. do we... Do, do. <laughs> Do we ever explain what happened to Anthony or is it just like, it just is like he was murdered mm. and found it? Because if Miranda doesn't exist, then Brady doesn't exist. Oh my God. And you so the- Brady couldn't have killed Anthony. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing, I mean, what did exist then? I mean, you just, this is what I'm saying. Like you, you watch this, yeah, th- you just- this third movie and you're like, what the f- yeah what happened you question the last 20 years of your life watching this tv series (laughs) and these movies you're like what did new york exist does new york exist you have to google that afterwards (laughs) because everything you thought you knew about even new york is potentially also a lie yeah everything you thought you knew about the world did 2020 happen did 2020 exist yeah, and maybe even New York, by the time this movie comes out, like, New York, as we know it, doesn't exist anymore. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a climate change. We didn't oh, get a climate change storyline. But did, <laughs> did climate change exist? Does climate change exist? <laughs> this movie actually turns people... Insane. To Q to QAnon. Yeah. This yeah. actually spawns this movie spreads so much like misinformation and it really just rocks people's very world that they have no choice but then to just like queue up and like they go full QAnon after seeing it. What does that mean? What's QAnon? QAnon is 
I guess it's more of like an American phenomenon, but it's a group of conspiracy theorists who believe like, were you familiar with like the Pizzagate rumors? At <laughs> yes, all? yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So QAnon believes in Pizzagate and they also believe that like elites are in like a, a cabal, I guess, to child traffic like innocent children and then suck like adrenochrome out of their bodies for their own gain they really believe in like that tons of children are getting like used by elite like overlords for adrenochromes it's a and they i think truly believe they believe this and like more and more people are signing up with QAnon. Or I did you don't even sign up. I think you just like identify yourself right, as like right. a QAnon person. So this but movie yeah. sort of breaks down society as we know it, and it and it's, it's the catalyst. The last movie ever made. <laughs> it's the it's the final movie. It is not only is it the final movie in the Sex and the City franchise. It is truly the last film that ever gets made because I think it also sets up the idea like. Somehow, I think through the way that we treat COVID in this movie and talk about it, it, this movie proposes that maybe COVID was just like created in a lab or something. Totally. It wasn't as bad. Like it just perpetuates all the wrong ideas. Totally. It's, this movie's fucked is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, the, the movie's called Sex and City 3, The Final Nail in the Coffin. Nail as in you're getting nailed, like you're getting fucked. <laughs> The final the nail, final in, the nail co- in the yeah. coffin. Yeah. Yes. That's Sex and the City 3. Oh. Oh, it's really good. I think we could get a storyline. Okay, here's how we get our climate change. Because I want to be able to address everything that you had brought up. Totally. Okay. As, a, as writers, as creators, it's our duty. Yeah. I think that Lily G and Brady's <laughs> character are fighting for truth and justice and they represent the youth they represent hope Hope. yes yeah and so you see i think we'll have several scenes with lily g like maybe in samantha's gala when she's making her speech on zoom she brings like climate change into it and charlotte's like why would you bring that up like this is a fashion event like blah 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 and you see her fighting with charlotte about like climate change and lily organizes like a big she and brady are organizing like huge protests for climate change and whatever and charlotte's so right-wing and pro-trump that she doesn't believe in climate change charlotte's like that doesn't even exist and i think during these protests like i think there are scenes of you know, Black Lives Matter protests and climate change protests that are happening. You see like Lily G and Brady on the front lines and you see also Carrie joining these protests for just to be closer to, yeah, yeah for clout only yeah. to post it on Instagram. It's like yeah. right in between it's the protests happen right after Petrovsky dies, but before <laughs> Carrie is arrested and people find out that she killed him. So like her way of trying to like, change the public's opinion or whatever <laughs> is to like join up be like instagramming herself with like all these like high profile like, protesters yeah. with lily g yeah. and like really fighting for what's right but yeah. really it's like she just killed petrovsky 
And so then at the end of the movie, like, I think the way that you keep people watching without like killing themselves from depression midway through the movie is that you always go back to like Lily G and Brady are the future hope for the the future. They are the, yeah. But then by the end of the movie, the knife to the gut is that they never existed. There is, there's no hope. (laughs) Everything is fucked. Yeah. (laughs) The final nail in the coffin is that the final nail. Everything is fucked. Mm-hmm. This movie's amazing. This is incredible. It's like a David Fincher directs it. Yeah. And it's, it's just like it's the, last the darkest movie, movie you've ever seen. It's the last movie that's ever made. It ever. Because also, I think after this movie comes out, it pisses China off because yes. China does not want any sort of bad presser to be painted bad in any like ho- big Hollywood production. So China's just like, fuck you, Hollywood. We are not giving you any of our money anymore. That lack of income shuts down the film industry. hundred percent shuts down just media. It creates so much tension between China and the U S that there's world war three breaks out. <laughs> And Sex literally, and City Three and World War Three. World War Three. It makes yeah. it tracks, yeah. and truly, everyone becomes a refugee of some sort. <laughs> whether it's a climate refugee from climate change, whether it's a nuclear war fallout refugee, like it, the whole world shifts into just a hopeless bottomless pit of despair because of sex and the city yeah <laughs> it's, it's 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 incredible yeah it ruins people, everything. if there if there was a future where people could write history books they would include this would be the greatest history <laughs> the sex and city franchise story ever told yeah. yeah it would be the thread of like <laughs> modern history but unfortunately wow. it just leads to the destruction of the world as we know it. So yeah. and books don't exist. Books are never made after this. Like no, yeah, books are burned. <laughs> like everything changes, and like all you have is you either lived through it and lived to tell the tale <laughs> to your children, or you live through it and then you also die. <laughs> it's just a moment in time. <laughs> What does Lexi say at the end? She looks in the camera. New York really is over. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. Boom. I love that. Yeah. It's a great... We oh ha- my have God. you brought Lexi back in this podcast? She's been brought back in one episode where it turned out that she... I don't know if she, I don't think she was really dead, but she broke every bone in her body and became like a bionic woman or she uploaded uh, her consciousness into a robot. So she wow. became like a robot and then she ends up, she ends up being like a mastermind behind, um, I think some Israel and Palestine conflict oh, wow. okay. and like uses kind of Carrie and Lily as a pawn in, wow. um, <laughs> in the Middle Eastern conflict. Oh, let's so, you see. Know, Lexi, as she's wont to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the movie. That God, I love this movie. It's 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 incredible. I love what it means 
and what it's trying to say and like the imp it's impact (laughs) impact the culture (laughs) around sex and city three you've never seen you've never seen a movie like it before yeah groundbreaking oh thank you so much being on this podcast this is you really created a masterpiece oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) i loved it Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, at Jodie Harsh um, on, I guess, all social media platforms. That's J-O-D-I-E-H-A-R-S-H. That's where to find me. Oh, God, I love it. Well, hopefully some a producer will hear this cursed movie and decide that it really needs to be made. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. I have high hopes for this film. Yeah, I have a good feeling that yeah. at least something that we talked about in this movie will happen. Totally. Do you think the Sex and City 3 will genuinely ever happen? Honestly, I don't think that Kim would come back. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. I'm kind of like, never say never. because, And I never underestimate people's um, affinity for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And so I think that even in like 10 years or something, you totally. could have like Sex and the City 3 book club like, totally. edition. Yeah. yeah, we just need to see where they're at, at like in their yeah. 60s. I think it's always a conversation that we can revisit yeah. decade after decade. 100%. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> and until next time. Until, thank bye. you. Bye. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.